Welcome to the potty, Bung Bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the magnum PI of podcasting, the captain of podcasting, I could go on all day, all week, all month, all year, I'm here today with Stefan Crombie? Stephen... Calvin Fresh. Calvin Fresh. I'm here today with Calvin Fresh. <laughs> Stephen. Stephen Calvin Coombe. Back again uh, for another yeah, critical episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast uh, to break down uh, the the conference semifinals, I believe, um, and give our predictions for the conference yeah. finals. Um, well, let's just go over, let's go over our yes. predictions, which were exactly as, uh, exactly the same almost. So we went, first we'll go Golden State Houston. Twins, yep. Um, you had Golden State in six, which was correct. Yep. And I had Golden State in five. Incorrect. Yes, but well, correct winner, incorrect, um... Games. Yeah, I mean, well, it's technically correct, but I mean, if you look at that series, you'd, you'd be surprised that they won in six, even once once you saw what happened in Game Five with KD. So, I mean, they're they're a juggernaut, man. And what about your man, um, Steph Curry, missing dunks and layups and all types of fuck shit in Game Five? <laughs> yeah, well, that was game. That was Game Four, bro. That oh, that was, was Game, game Four. four? Um, game five, they won. They won after KD got injured. Um, yeah, but he he was like he was really really bad in uh, in three and four, and like KD was their only like you know shining light. But that that breakaway, like he got the steal, breakaway was bad, bro. It would have put him within three, missed it, kept him down five. And then they did a San Antonio, man. They didn't foul. They just let him go with like 20 seconds to go. So, oh, well, they won the series. So, um, I, look, I still think they, they're winning the whole thing. But Yeah. Well, we yeah. went, we went. me and Lavelle and uh, a couple of other guys, Bryce and Watsy and actually our housemate Dan, we went to shoot some hoops after that game. And every time someone airballed oh, yeah. or like missed a layup or something, we were just like, oh, fucking come on, Steph. Like, he was a joke. He was an absolute joke. <laughs> so the greatest shooter of all time, you've just used him in like, like he has one bad game. Yeah. And basically memed him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then in game... Fucking savage, man. In game six, he, um, he didn't score in the first half and he had 33 points in the second half, bro. Yeah, he was like... You think about it as the Warriors, man. Like him, him not scoring in the first half, and I think they were like they were still they might have been down by like two or up by two or something. I think. Like, how does how does that happen? The bench you know, no steps the fuck no up. And Curry. Oh man, like it, I mean Livingston, Livingston stepped up. I mean Iggy's been playing amazing. They're getting like Quinn Cook, Jurebko. Um, Alonzo McKinney, and then Clay. Game six, Clay is a thing, man. Yeah, he bro. He's a thing. Yep. Like, 
he he just turns it on in that game. So no, nah, that was that was an awesome game, man. I watched that game, um, and that yeah, I was genuinely fucking impressed. That that just makes me think like, you know, anyone else doesn't really stand as much of a chance as we think they might have, um, you know, based off of that. Like they're missing two starters and and still beating the Rockets, man. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. Boogie, like people have already forgot about Boogie somehow. And then Kevin Durant, uh, there was a huge scare about it being a ACL. I mean, not ACL, sorry, um, uh, Achilles. Achilles. And then uh, uh, it's just a right calf strain. So he's probably going to be back for the second half of this um, upcoming series. But we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But they're looking pretty unstoppable. I think they're going to steamroll their way through Portland into the um, the NBA Finals. I mean, they they look pretty damn fucking good, man. Like, you can't, like, I don't know. I'm not sure if you watched any today. I did. With them. Um, I'm not sure if you want to wait. You did? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about do that. We, do, we, do we go forward from here or do we just, and we'll come back and touch We'll come back. We'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll finish off our recaps. So, we'll move into Denver versus Portland. We both had Denver in seven. We just show zero respect to the Blazers, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, uh, like, we have disrespected them twice now. Twice. And, I mean, they won in seven and they beat Denver in Denver. I know, twice. Um, but yeah, they, look, they're a fucking team, bro. Like, no Nurkic. Um, I really like. I really like what their bench mob is kind of doing. Um, when you look at like dudes that are like twenty one, like Zach Collins, and um, you know, you look at uh, what else you got. You got Evan Turner and Seth Curry, and I mean, those guys are actually stepping up and sit, hitting some shots and keeping them alive. So, you know, kudos to the Blazers, man. And I, I'm still gonna sleep on them for the next series, but. <laughs> Fuck it. They're definitely better than what we think they are. Absolutely. But um, the the standout game was game six. Um, CJ McCollum uh, won them that game. No, game seven. Game, game seven. Yeah, game seven. And uh, it, made me, it made me remember a little bit. As you know, I played against CJ. And um, I, I probably had my best yeah. game of my college career against him. And uh, I think I hit five for seven threes just quietly. I, I, don't, I don't know, something like that. Something uh, just approximately five out of seven threes. I don't know. Um, but it reminded me of that game <laughs> because in, in that game, yeah. we, we had the scouting report. And it was obviously make sure we tighten up on CJ and we don't let him get touches early. Um, And I guess what what ended up happening was in warmups you're not you're not allowed to dunk um, in the second half of warmups when the refs are out on the court. And one of our bench players um, comes out and he dunks it, which is a tech foul. (laughs) So fucking CJ has. Two shots before before tip off, 
he gets two shots. So it's two zero with zero points <laughs> off the zero seconds off the fucking clock. And uh, we're in the locker room, and I've never seen our coach give anyone a dressing down like he fucking dressed down this guy. Uh, and I don't want to say his name, but I'm going to have to say his surname at some point. But um, he he would always try to justify his ridiculousness. And he tried to justify... He tried to justify the fact that he gave him two fucking technical free throws before tip-off. And he's, he's like, he's like talking us into believing that he fucking... Like, oh, he would have just got the ball and scored anyway, like... Like, it doesn't really matter. And all this shit, he's actually saying these words, bro. And I was like, fuck, bro. This guy. I'm so close to saying his fucking name. But, um, yeah, he was just rationalizing. (laughs) I was, I was talking to, I was actually talking to a friend of mine the other day. I was saying his, his surname's Robinson. Okay. So I was saying to someone the other day, he should have started a consulting firm called uh, Robinson's Rationalization. And what he does is he'll rationalize anything for you. Anything you need, he'll rationalize it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's fucking ridiculous, man. That fucking happened in real life. Is he a potential potty listener, maybe? <laughs> um, I doubt it, but I kind of hope so. <laughs> well, you know, if, if there's a business that you see pop up with uh, professional rationalization, then maybe, maybe he is. Yeah, like when you come home on like a Friday or Saturday night and you got mad glitter all over your shirt and your wife has questions, you just call Robinson's <laughs> rationalizations and he gives you some quick quips to uh, to shoot back at your wife to get yourself out of the hot water there. <laughs> Fuck, man. But that's, that's, that's... Um, that's one of my CJ stories. Uh, and also, shout out to my ex-teammate, Frankie Dobbs, who actually... Um, he hit a game winner when we were playing. We played Lehigh twice. Um, the game that I I had a good game against uh, CJ was at home. But then uh, we actually and they they smoked us, I think. But um, we actually beat Lehigh one year, and Frankie hit a, a buzzer beater um, to beat to beat CJ and his team. So wow, yeah. So that was pretty cool as well. So shout out to Frankie. These are the stories that you've been telling the these are the stories you've been telling the grandkids, man. Yeah, man, little uh, little super light skinned grandkids. Hundreds of grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's that's Denver and Portland. So let's move on to your favorite series of the entire playoffs. Boston versus Milwaukee. We both had Boston in six, and how wrong. We both were, and Paul Pierce. Oh, fuck. Um, the truth did not speak it. Uh, he, I feel like he possibly jinxed us, but you know what? That's, that's still a cop-out, man. Like, the better, the better team fucking won, all right? Um, I felt I feel like Paul Pierce needs to lose his title as an analyst, bro, because he's he's a fucking fool for that. Like that's like (laughs) how quickly how quickly he 
first of all, he made headlines from that and they were 1-0 <laughs> at the time. And then the Celtics lost the next four games. I mean, and it was like, to be honest, I watched all four of those games, regrettably, and um, they weren't they weren't as competitive as I feel like the score was. Um, it was just a, a big train wreck, to be honest. Um, there's so much shit going down in Boston that it, it fucking sucks, man. <laughs> it's a hot dumpster fire at the moment, I think, especially with Terry Rozier talking his shit this morning. Bro, uh, um, what was that with Max Kellerman, right? Yeah, first take with Stephen, Stephen, Stephen Clay Smith yes. and, uh, and Max Kellerman. Uh, Terry Rozier basically blamed Gordon Hayward's touches um, and the coaches looking after him. I mean, the fact that they might be paying him $30 million, um, and he's coming off of an injury, yeah, they probably want to invest. But it's also hilarious that Terry Rozier was second on the Celtics in touches this year. Yes, I actually saw Kyrie. your retweet today. Um, and I was surprised by that. I was surprised by that because when I, when I watch them play it, I, I actually honestly don't feel like he's getting a lot of the ball, but I, you know, stats don't really oh, lie. Man. I just, look, I, I, I genuinely felt like and he's definitely, he's trying to comment his way out of Boston and fair enough, bro. I watched, I watched him throw so many garbage shots this year that like, like I, you know, I really like the guy. I hope nothing best for the guy, but like, it made me even feel a little bit more like empathetic towards Kyrie. Like that this dude was like, you know, behind him. And I, I just feel like he, he hoisted so many hero ball shots. He was super inefficient. He did so many wrong things this year. And he's a liability defensively. Like he wasn't, he wasn't Terry Rozier Eastern conference finals last year. Um, Not at all. But, Nah, he was he was a shadow and and look, I, I I really feel like I look at dudes like Gordon Hayward and stuff, and they said, you know, same shit. Like Gordon Hayward was seventh in in usage rate in the playoffs for dudes that played over eighteen minutes, and Terry was third. So the same thing. Like his comments had no validation. I mean, if you watch the games, Terry was a liability. Gordon ran the offense. Like it's you know, yeah. I, I think like, either way, he's gone. He's definitely gone. He's and gone for sure. And I oh, think yeah. I think that uh, there there's much more to it. Uh, Kyrie's got his whole fucking bullshit attitude that I used to I used to really fuck with KD, uh, Kyrie heavy, and yeah. I, I can't fuck with Kyrie anymore, bro. I've had it. I've had it with him. I, I've had it with him, and um, you know he thinks the world owes him something, but at the same time yeah. he also thinks that the world is flat. So the world don't owe him shit until he realizes that science <laughs> is fucking science, bro. And we've got cameras that look directly at this globe that we all fucking sit on, bro. It, <laughs> it, it really, it means that, I mean, if just first of all, if there's a flat flat earth, that means there's a beginning and an end. So like somewhere the oil just finishes, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and the same, yeah, like that's just ridiculous. And then if you look at the moon, it's a circle, all that kind of shit. Like there's just so many things. Um, so we're not going to get into that, to the flat earth theory, but... If you're um, a flat earther like, though, if you're a flat earther though, um, go ahead, go ahead and kill yourself because we don't want you here. The welcome to the potty <laughs> podcast. And also, if you're a flat earther, when the apocalypse when the apocalypse comes, you will be the first to go. Mark my words. Mark my fucking well, natu- words. Natural selection will probably do it. Do yeah. It for you, man. Oh, for sure, like, bro. Yeah, and like, I, I the one thing I don't get is like. 
like it's pretty like pretty severe like if it's a flat earth then like is the the, the flat earth like is it like a big disc that just spins still like are we still spinning like we are as a globe but like why there's like you know like those you know, plate spinners like we're like we're on the late late show with fucking james cordon or whatever fuck his stupid ass name I, I, I don't i don't know that reference man i'm not a i'm not a big james cordon fan i know you're big on the carpool karaoke and all that stuff but uh, i don't know I, I would be, I'd probably go viral if I was on Carpool Karaoke because I'm a fucking beast on the mic, but he hasn't invited me on the show yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I mean, I feel like once the potty gets a few more five-star ratings, then we can start talking about James Corden. Tell a friend to tell a friend, hit that share button. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Kyrie, bro, he feel, he he he's coming out here. He thinks, I mean, he's he's one of the best point guards maybe ever. But certainly in the league today. Um, yeah. But he feels like the one of the best players in the league right now, and he's he hasn't proven that. He won a championship yeah. alongside LeBron James, and he won't win another one sulking like a little bitch. You don't like the media? You signed up to be in the NBA, and that comes along with it. Okay, that's like fucking. Yeah. Um, you know, Britney Spears has her breakdown. You know, poor Britney. You. Wanted to be a fucking pop star. So yeah, there's going to be all eyes on you at all times. So you go in the fucking NBA. I don't feel sorry for you, dude. You know? Well, it's the same The same as like, you know, you get paid millions of dollars and this is like a trade-off for it. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure like a hundred people are doing that trade. You know, like they're saying, yeah, I'll, I'll, pay, I'll play basketball for a living and get paid millions of dollars. And all I have to do is like, what, after a game, I have to speak to you guys? Yeah, fuck yeah. Like for five minutes? minutes? Bro, yeah, and sometimes you can avoid it, you know, like there's mandatory sessions, but I mean, like the thing with him as well is you have to, like, he has always come through as a clutch player, right? He is, that's what he said. All year he was like, you know, I don't see anyone else beating us in seven games. In game one, he had, I think he had like 20, 26 and 11. He was like outstanding. He was efficient. The dude, the next four games, Poo-poo. had a hundred, Kyrie, Oh my god, man! I've never seen him have it. Like I've seen him have a stinker, but not like as in he was so bad and like he was so confusing. Like even his defensive assignments, he was like switching onto Giannis, man. Like he was a dirty he, diaper, bro. Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> I couldn't stand him, bro. Or I, he was, bro. He was disgusting, bro, to look at and to and to and to feel probably. To play against him, he probably smelled like shit. Literally, he was stinking up the gymnasium, bro. Oh man, like he he was he was so bad, and like he had so many good looks too. Like it wasn't like he was you know contested and getting smothered. Like we're talking like George Hill and like Pat Connaughton, like basically took him out of the game, and they scored offensively as well as when he was guarding them. So like I just look, it, it, I still want Kyrie back in Boston. I still I still think he's gonna he break your does. heart, bro. Uh, look, I, I think there's a potential, like obviously like the Knicks or the Nets um, are big, uh, but I, I still, I don't, I don't know, man. I still think if you look at the, the cast, you, you got to look at it like Danny Ainge might be like, yo, we've got, you know, pick 14, 20 and 22 and we've got, you know, a bunch of these other guys. Like what if you came back and we, we you know, flipped a bunch of these young dudes and these these assets to New Orleans for Anthony Davis. 
Although now, now I don't think anyone's going to trump the Lakers offer if they go at him again. Yeah, um, it'll be very, very interesting. Just, just a quick side note: How are you feeling as a Bulls fan after the the draft lottery today? We're going to get into the draft lottery after we discuss this Toronto Philly game. Okay. Well, I really, I, I, the reason I'm eager is because I feel like there's probably a Stephen Clay Smith kind of reaction to it, maybe. They, how they're fucking how sad and frustrated you are. There could be. There fucking could be. Um, <laughs> now, Toronto, Philadelphia. Um, we both yeah. had Toronto in six. It ended up being Toronto in seven. So we're basically um, Pod Stradamus. Um, <laughs> so Except we got the last two wrong. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're. Two or four in the conference finals, which is not bad. Not great. Not bad. That's all right. That just means that we have to we have to select Golden State and um and Toronto to go through. We don't have a choice in the matter. Uh yeah, I I feel like that's probably who I was gonna pick anyway, to be honest. Milwaukee are good, but We'll get into that after. We will. We will get I into it. So, because there's some shit to talk about. Oh, isn't there some shit to talk about? Now let's let's we'll skip over the buzzer beater. We'll save that for the end. But let me let me just uh-huh. let me just ask you a question about Joel Embiid. Now, I I liked I liked that he was crying and all that, and he obviously really cares and wants to win. And he, yeah, you know, he he has fun out there and all that shit. But um, yeah. What's this shit about? What's this shit about him being sick? Was he sick? Uh, you know what, man. Like, uh, at least Kyrie really didn't say, say he was sick when he was playing like garbage, bro. Well, he didn't do it like LeBron James, and after they got swept, rocked up to the podium with a cast on his fucking hand. I mean, oh. he he definitely look. Give him the benefit of the doubt. He could have been, but then like he was he was kind of non-existent in. Um, Game, uh, what was it? I think game, two, game one. He yep. wasn't existent. Game two, they won. Jimmy Butler had a great game. Game three, they fucking destroyed Toronto, and he did the windmill and the airplane, and was like getting the, the crowd all jacked up. And then game four, non-existent. Game five, like that's when he started saying like all this stuff about being sick. And um, ah, look, I don't know. I don't know, man. I I just think that's a very like, cow cowardly way out. I don't care whether you win or lose at that point because you're setting yourself up. You want to be you want to be fucking a hero for playing sick. I've played sick, bro. Like it happens. People get sick, bro. You so you've got an excuse if you lose and you're a hero if you win. Fuck that. Keep your fucking mouth shut and play the game. Yeah, look, I, I probably I, I agree with you on that one. I mean, I, as again, given the benefit of the doubt, but like. When it came back to um, this is this is a side note on how the internet just memed him straight away after like game seven. Yep. I like to be honest, I don't. I'm not a fan of Embiid. Like I really like I, I love him for the league and I actually love his personality and stuff. But I'm not a big fan of him. I guess the Boston Philly rivalry might have gotten to me, but I fucking loved seeing him so upset and like and and being like that because. It shows that he really fucking cares. Yeah, he really wants it. Things like that. I yeah. think that's it's. It reminded me of, of Chris Bosh after they lost to the Mavericks in the finals the first year of the Miami Big Three. Um, 
he was like he could barely walk to the locker room and and people paid him out and i really fucking hate that to be honest like i really hate hate that angle like yeah you can pay him out for the, the airplane and mock him in that but like not for for human emotion like that was in my books that was a big tick like uh, that made me more of a fan of him yeah uh, no nah, I, I it's it's not all about money at the end of the day and that's what i like like Kyrie goes out to his interview and he just sits there oh like a fucking baby, like he doesn't give a fuck. Who cares? Like you're That's a fucking who bitch. Who cares? Yeah, he's a bitch, oh, bro. I, I've had it with him. He's he's Drake. He's Drake to me now. <laughs> what does that mean? What's I'm, Drake to you? A bitch, bro. I've had it. I've fucking wow. had enough. I've had enough. You see, the, the irony is this: is that Drake was probably one of the people celebrating over uh, the Joel Embiid stuff because of their little little tiff. Yeah, see? See? Couple bitches, so, bro. See, you've, you've pulled it together nicely. This is a nice little, like, Seinfeld, like, looping of the story at the end, you know? Yeah, like it's Bizarro, fucking Bizarro Kyrie. His name is Drake. <laughs> um, And then we get to game seven, bro. 90, yeah. 90 with, I don't know, eight seconds on the clock. Kyrie, yeah. I mean, sorry, Kawhi, 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 dribbling out the top of the key, drives right. He's leaning towards the basket. He sort of gets bumped away from it. It was actually pretty reasonable defense. Yeah, um, Simmons played him well. Yep, he Made ends up shooting a fading jumper from about, I don't know, 25 feet in the long corner. And it bounced on the rim eight times before fucking sinking. <laughs> and the the picture of him squatting with his tongue out, waiting for oh it to drop. God. Joel Embiid looking at it like, fuck, is this going to drop? And I don't know who the player was in the suit that was also squatting next to Kawhi. Toronto, yeah. I think he's one of the... One of the I think he's their second round pick yeah. this year. Um... That picture will go down in history like the picture of Jordan after the shot over um, Craig Elo. Elo, yeah. That picture will be historic. And um, I was I was so happy for him because of the whole bullshit that happened at the Spurs and the trade. And, and I know a lot of people probably wished bad things on him, like just similar to like KD almost. But um, I'm so glad that yeah. I went in and I'm so fucking mad at Skip Bayless for saying it was a hundred percent luck, and if he did it, if he tried another hundred thousand times, he wouldn't hit it once. Um, <laughs> Skip, let me t- let me tell you this, Skip. Let me bust bust Skip up. All right, <laughs> fucking, he shoots probably over a thousand jump shots a day, probably probably over a hundred from that exact spot pull ups. Um, he was trying to get it in. He was trying to get it in on that basket. So a lot of that is fucking skill and and intention. Okay, that that wasn't he didn't kick it over his head and it bounced in down the other end. He shot he shot a jump shot that he shoots regularly at the at the thing he was aiming at and he fucking got it in. So suck my dick, Skip. Well, well Skip Skip's still sour cuz he's a Spurs fan and he won't even call him by name, calls him number 2. And he said um, he couldn't have happened to a worse guy. <laughs> he's so dirty man like, like he really is he needs like he's the pettiest old man I I like listening to him because 
typically one of them is usually really, really fucking ridiculously in the wrong and super passionate about it, like him and Shannon Sharp. Yeah. But this one, yeah, I, I got to admit, like this one, I even like after he hit the shot, I was, I was pretty, uh, pretty just surprised by how petty he was, even with that. Like you got to respect greatness. I mean, the guy had a fucking amazing series. Oh, he's had amazing he's, playoffs and season. Yeah. And he's, career. He's he's up there with, um, you know, he's probably the top. Like, I mean, in the in the playoffs right now, he's he's probably the second best player behind Kevin Durant. Yeah. Arguably, you could put him in the sentence that he's arguably the best because he's two way. Um, he is two way, man. Like he's and the dude just he's like a robot, bro. Like you can't. That's why I like seeing him have emotion. It was bro, like, the emotion gave me chills, man. I've never seen that out of him. Yeah, man. Never. Hey, never. Never, bro. Not once. Not once. And so, then he was all calm again in the fucking interviews as well. The, even the on-court interview, he was just cool. The guy's like, oh, like one of the reporters in the post-game, oh, I just want to let you know it's the first time there's ever been a Game 7 like buzzer beater like for the win. Yeah. And he was just... Nodded. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then and then he's like, what did he say? He's like, I'm just a guy who acts like I've been there before. Um, and, you know, when something happens that uh, I haven't been there, I, I the emotion takes over. And then that was it. That was it. That was it. That's all he said. And it, I was Honestly, like, what? It takes a game winner in fucking game seven for you to, like, raise your voice, cunt? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Just first of all, that quote, I would love to see if he did that many pauses between each word, to, just to just to put you guys side by side and verbatim, <laughs> just just see that. Was I pausing, bro? You, you 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 were picking up those words a couple steps apart. From each, <laughs> you, you were looking for that sentence. I didn't come prepared with the quote, so I was reaching back into the memory, bro. Nah, yeah. Well, that's that's obvious, man. Usually, <laughs> It's all on source here at the Welcome to the Party podcast, bro. <laughs> no, you got there in the end, man. So kudos. Um, but no, look, that was a massive shot. Um, Philly, I mean, I, I give props to Philly to get to game seven and to get that close. It was a bit of a, a bulldog game. And like that shot, as you said, and that photo, that's history. We've been spoiled, man. This playoffs, like when you look at Dame's, Dame's shot against OKC and, and then this one, like... Everyone said with LeBron not in the playoffs, this one was going to be like, you know, a bit different, a bit boring, all that stuff. Like so far, it's, it's actually exceeded expectations. Absolutely. I, Fuck I mean, LeBron. I forgot that I forgot that he uh, even was in person. He's he's probably uh, on the beach drinking uh, a really nice wine. Yeah, or water or some fucking boring shit. Such a loser, bro. <laughs> oh, you're a hater. You're drinking haterade today, man. Yes, 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 yes. Um, now, before we break down uh, our predictions for the uh, conference finals, let's yeah. let's talk about this draft, uh, the draft lottery that happened today. Yes, Jesus. So um, I think the the odds. I don't have them in front of me. I think the odds of the New York Knicks getting the number one pick were. Something like fourteen point five percent. Correct. Yeah, it was it was fourteen for them, Atlanta, and Phoenix. Right, and then it um, went to like twelve or something for for the Bulls. Um. Yeah, it was like 14, 14 13 and then, yeah, and then like yeah, Cleveland, 
yeah, yeah. The Bulls, yeah, Cleveland, the Bulls, Phoenix, Knicks. Um, they were like the the higher picks, and then obviously just complete shitstorm happened. Yeah, and Memphis, Memphis jumping, New Orleans jumping, the Lakers going from eleventh to fourth. Um, I mean. <laughs> The the amount of photoshops of Zion in a Knicks jersey that are now just completely redundant. Yeah. Is, I mean, there's no you... there's no like you know in the NFL it's a bit it's a bit different. Like depending on who takes first pick could could change who becomes the first pick because there's so many positions and it depends on yeah. who you need, but. Zion yep. Williamson is ready. He's fucking NBA ready. And um he 280, can 280 man. Huh? He's 280. Yeah. 280 pounds. Yeah, he's going to be the second heaviest player in the league. Um That's like two Brandon Ingrams, man. <laughs> that's fucked. <laughs> um and so so he's he's ready and he's going to he's going to make an impact straight away regardless of where he goes. So the Pelicans ended up with the number one pick. Some fucking how? I think they were a six percent chance. Um, they, yeah, they were, they were pretty low. Yeah, and so they're gonna they're gonna fucking end up with Zion Williamson, who has got to be disappointed to end up in New Orleans instead of um, New York City. Um, and he, I think from what I heard is he really wanted to go to either Atlanta or New York. That's what I was reading about. Yeah, well, uh, and as you would. Too. He's never been to New Orleans either, by the way. Never. Jesus Christ. Well, he's not going to want to go outside, bro. <laughs> they fucking, they're fucking serving up drive-bys oh. for breakfast, bro. Oh, man. That's no, their that's, national. Um, that's their national. That's their state food, bro. Drive-bys for breakfast. And the um the twenty four hour bakery, the those like French little donuts. Yeah. The um. um oh. Ben Beignet. Yes, yes, the Beignet. What's the place called? Don't know. No, I've been there, but uh, it's yeah, they're good. Coffee and Beignet. I do like coffee, and I probably like Beignets, but um, <laughs> bro, I was really, I was really looking for uh, New York to turn this franchise around, bro. I don't really want Kyrie to go there because I don't see Ky- I, th- I think Kyrie's done with uh, winning rings now. Um, oh, he's still still young. I mean, uh, bro, I think he's look, he, it, next year is his pinnacle. That's when you judge it. Is it like if he comes out and he's like sourpuss on like either a new team or back with Boston, then you can kind of say that maybe his attitude is going to cost him any more chances, regardless. But I don't know. I think it's interesting, man. I, he's marbled the hope. fuck up, bro. He's what? He's marbled the fuck up. Oh, he's gonna get a tattoo on his head and go to China. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> Next. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Well, um, he's still making money in China, man. So he's he's got a statue over there. So maybe it's not all bad for Kyrie. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe he can go and learn some Mandarin. But it's probably <laughs> it's probably pretty uh, difficult for for uh, him to to get in planes, bro, because of uh, the whole flat Earth. Situation. I cannot believe we're back talking about this guy. Um, <laughs> fucking 
yeah, I, 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 want, I wanted to see the Knicks turn that franchise around. I did feel for them a little bit, but then when the Bulls ended up at like number seven and we're not, I was hoping to end up with Ja Morant. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we're not going to get him. So I'm pretty fucking sad about that uh, because he's um, oh, like man. a Westbrook, D-Rose little hybrid. Yeah, he looks like he can shoot the ball. He's athletic. I mean, I, to be honest, like I, him going to Memphis, like I, I, I'd be dumbfounded if Memphis didn't take him. Um, they got Jaron Jackson Jr. And you can basically signal that Conley will get traded. If they pick Morant, then Conley's gone. You can factor that in. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I honestly, I, I spoke to a guy today. He was a Bulls, um, Bulls supporter. And uh, he summed it up with, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. And I, that's what I was wondering to see. Because it's, it's predominantly quite a weak draft. They predicted it to be quite top heavy, obviously, like the top three picks with uh, Zion, Morant, and, and RJ Barrett yeah. looking like the obvious ones. And there's a couple others, like four, five, six, seven will be, like, you know, they'll all, like, let's be real, they're going to be great players. But yeah. um, that superstar quality and, Obviously, fit and all that stuff. Um, look, I, I, yeah, I mean, if I was if I was Phoenix, Atlanta, or Chicago, I I would be, I'd be fucking, you know, really, really, really pissed off. Especially considering that the Lakers, how's this? The Lakers picked higher than Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's wild, bro. I mean, it makes that. I mean, Cleveland have had enough fucking number one picks for a while, so yeah. I don't feel too bad um, for them. But it's still like this lottery, bro. Was was nuts. It is a shit show, bro. Uh, yeah, the Bulls are fucked for probably a decade unless someone wants to come home, Anthony Davis. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think he likes the sun. I, I see him in LA. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I just. I'm tired of LeBron needing to do all this free agency shit because it's just, it's just the league's so fucking different to how it used to be, man. And maybe I'm just old, old soul, bro, but it didn't used to be about fucking sending texts to your friends to win championships, you know? Yeah. I mean, look, you, you can, you can point fingers wherever you want, really, I guess. But it's also like, it just depends on the way you look at it. Like Golden State are a dynasty, but then so were the Bulls in the nineties. And then you look at like, you know, even a lot of those other teams like the Celtics and the Pistons and the Rockets. Um, you know, there was a lot of like dynasties and the Spurs, obviously. Um but you you look at that like what it what it takes now with like the talent level. Um and then look at teams like Milwaukee and, and Toronto that are, you know, in now the final four teams, like even the Blazers, bro, like they're not even that deep. Um, yeah, so- no, not at all. But what what makes me mad about the whole situation is um, the the trade that got vetoed um, back in the day when Chris Paul. Chris Paul was supposed to go and play for the Lakers when he was that was before he went from bulldog to bitch. Uh, oh man, I don't like Chris Paul. I fucking yeah. cannot stand him, bro. Uh, we've got. We've yeah. got some volume issues happening. Hold on. What yeah. is... There's something going on with the mic here. Have you been yelling so much that you've just, like, fucked up the levels? We're back. 
I don't know what happened. Um, yeah. It might have been might have been the plug, but yeah. But when 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 Chris Paul was a bulldog, bro, he he could have won a, He could have won a ring when I respected him, and now that he's a full blown fag, bro, I just. <laughs> I just don't have I don't have the patience nor the will to watch him. And when, he was fucking eating the other day when um, James Harden wasn't uh, really doing too much. Um, mm. He came out and he was killing. And I I mean I liked it, but he still is just bitching to the refs, just bitching to the refs and flopping and shit. And it's just like oh, that is that's not how you used to play. What what happened to you, bro? Because you never would have just been on some bitch shit like that. I think it's it's up to it now. Like, I mean, even that the Rockets like submitted that fucking thing. About it's part the of their game. It's part of their like coaching strategy or something. Dan Tony, he's he's got something to hide so bad that he shaved his mustache off to make it look like he doesn't have anything to hide, but he really does. His whole face <laughs> is an oxymoron. <laughs> well, I, look, to be honest, man, I, I fucking like. I got a few friends who are Rockets fans, and like. I don't know. Like people worship like Harden um, and like you know the Rockets game. Obviously, last year they were like number one in the West and then didn't get it done. Chris Paul was injured. This year they got given a bunny. They got no Cousins for the whole series, and then no Durant. Game five. Yeah. So you hide two two, and then put it this way: the Rockets went in front when Durant was out. And then lost the game without yeah. Durant. Yeah. He was in Oracle. At that point, people were thinking, shit, this is over in six if they win. And if they won that game, they're going back home to close it out. And that's, I would have backed them. But they didn't get it done twice. Uh, Chris Paul is going to be making an obscene amount of money for the next three years. And the last year of his deal is going to pay him $44 million, man. And he's going to be three years older than what he is now. I don't get it, bro. He's so overpaid and overrated, both of them. Houston paid him so much money. Hey, that they were they were betting against themselves, man. Like they were just driving the price up by themselves. So Chris Paul's agent, man, he should get some sort of medal because no one else was gonna give him that much money. No. Nobody. 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 Or like a one year like fat paycheck, but bro, he's on Supermax, so um, he's making, he's going to make $44 million in three years, man, which is crazy. Cause I feel like he's on, he's deteriorating now. Um, he's getting old. He's a, he's trying to do a different game. Um, yeah. He, he's just, not even I playing against the Warriors, bro. He's actually playing against the refs. He's not even focused on the game, bro. He's just flopping around like an absolute fucking gymnast or something. I don't know what he's doing out there. Now you know what Max Kellerman said, like a really similar thing, where he said that, um, and it was the same about Harden. Is these guys were like playing for the call rather than trying to hit the shot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You saw, you saw at the end of game game six, like they hit three threes in a row when the game was pretty much over. It was like Harden, I think it was Tucker and Austin Rivers when they hit like three just normal looks. And you look at Harden, and when he takes those threes, like he doesn't, he barely jumps. Yeah. He just just shoots it like a shooter. Yeah. And then when they when they're trying to get contact, these dudes just fall to the ground and kick their legs out and try and get that, you know. Yeah, and it doesn't look like the shots don't even look like going in. Nah, they're playing the foul, man. It's it's 
you look at, I think it's the generation as well. Like we kind of grew up watching like Iverson and and a few these other cats that just were just like, you know, heart over over, you know, everything else. Um and now it's just it's kind of a little bit more of a protected game. Uh where you got egos and social media and and all this other stuff and Yeah, and it's a fucking the catwalk into the fucking arena and all that type of shit. Yeah, man. Well, it is. <laughs> it actually is. I saw a meme the other day of a dude doing like all these walk-ins. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but he just nailed it, bro. Like with the Beats by Dre headphones and like, like you know, the walk and the hats and everything else, man. Like, no, I haven't seen it, but I have to definitely have a look at that. Yeah, get get uh, get money making Mitch to source it for you. Yeah, money making Mitch will make sure that that's on the uh, social pipes. Um, now. <laughs> where, where, where are we? Oh, we're going. Where? I think we're. I guess predictions for the next round. Yeah. So we're on. Okay. So we're let's go. About the NBA draft. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So disappointing for Chicago. Disappointing. Disappointing for New York. Really disappointing for everyone that a team with six percent chance really got the number one pick. But hey, it happens, and that's what lotteries do. Well, the best part about it. It was was the memes and stuff that I saw uh, today, including my favorite was the Pelicans just got the assets to trade for Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, and stuff like that, man. Um, and I mean, like a lot of these other teams just getting really fucked. Just means that the separation between like the bad and the good is still going to be. Pretty, uh, pretty big. I think. I think that that no man's land where you're like not making the playoffs but not getting like a top five pick is is shit house because no one wants to come play there. And yeah, it's uh, fucking brutal. Mm. But yeah, I, I'll be interested. I I'd be this year's like this off season is going to be wild, man. Like the amount of the amount of like rumors and and everything swirling around and talent on the market. Like it'll be. It'll be fucking interesting. It'll keep us going when there's no games on. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like a soap opera. Oh, for sure. It'll be uh, clays of our lives. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Wow. <laughs> can, I, can I put that as a request for some sort of video where you act out some sort of scene? Because I feel like you could pull off that like overly dramatic. Because that's kind of what you are. <laughs> oh, bro, that's like that's human. easy for me. That's a layup, bro, and I won't blow it like Steph. <laughs> oh, He's gonna be my reference uh, for mixed layups for the next uh, twelve months. Well, I mean, you could put Kyrie in that bag too, man. If you really want to talk about the playoffs, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go full skip on Kyrie and stop stop calling him his name. What is he now then? Um, bitch boy flat earther sixty nine at hotmail.com or something. What was the dirty diaper? Dirty diaper, yeah. That he can be a double <laughs> D, like bro, that. and not the good, not the good kind. <laughs> uh, you've had a couple good ones today. I'll give you kudos again, man. Uh, you made me laugh like an absolute idiot a bunch of times. So I'm gonna throw out your levels, man. This is the mic's gonna be up and down the whole time. Oh, we we're just gonna normalize it, bro. And that's 
that's some some sort of lingo yeah. that moneymaker Mitch talks. I don't know. I don't know anything about that, but that's okay, bro. <laughs> Well, it sounds yeah, it sounds sounds pretty fancy, man. I believe you. Yeah, something to do with um the Equalizer, uh, starring Denzel Frothington. <laughs> oh God! Um, <laughs> let's go. Let's go into the the first series on the West here. Well, the only series on the West, Eastern uh, Western Conference Finals: Golden State Warriors versus um the Portland Trailblazers. The uh, the Curry brothers going mono e mono. I saw I saw a uh, you know how reporters love to be mad corny. I saw Curry brothers yep. looking to spice up the playoffs. <laughs> I almost killed myself then and there. Oh wow! <laughs> Did you see um, like the parents um, rocking like the the two sided jerseys? Yeah. So like Warriors on the front and Blazers on the back. Um, very cool. Uh, look, it's the first time brothers have ever played each other in the conference finals. So that's, it's cool. But I mean, the only thing is like Steph, Steph plays so well against like, you know, when he has like less pressure. And I feel like beating down on your little brother is just such like an innate thing that he's probably just enjoying and he's, it's second nature to him. So yeah, well, I, mean, I believe he, was, he had nine or ten threes today. Yeah, he had nine, bro. Nine threes, just a casual nine. Yeah, just eating. Six points. Yeah, just. <laughs> and I mean, you just you look at like the way he's playing. They're playing really well without Durant. Durant's very ISO. Like they go to him when they need a bucket. Yeah. Without him, they move the ball really well. Like the role players get more looks. Um, like obviously it's a Clay and Steph team, and then Draymond's obviously like the heart and soul of everything else. So I'm really enjoying watching him play, man. It's a flashback to a couple of years ago without Duran, and like when they when he gets back, like I mean, I think we said it pretty early on in the year when they got Boogie that it was just a wrap. Um, the fact that we're still kind of saying that without two of those guys is is you know credit. We're, we're witnessing greatness. We shouldn't we shouldn't sugarcoat it. We're witnessing something that will you know. For the rest of our lives, these these guys are going to be fucking monumental figures in basketball. And Steph and Clay, man, like they're just freaks. I, I enjoy watching them play, man. I can't lie. Yeah, bro, they're they're something to watch for sure. Like, um, uh, just just Clay, just Clay. He gets a bit more touches when KD's out. I think he's actually secretly loving that KD's out. Um, and I've heard some rumors that he's not happy anymore. In Golden State, but um, yeah. I think I think KD's I think KD's out of there anyway. So uh, I think they'll probably be able to hold on to uh, old uh, old Tomo. I think they've been calling him. <laughs> I think I don't know. After Game Six, when they won, they both like Curry and Clay both said, you know, that we need Kate, like we need Kevin back. He's our best player. I thought it was like really big. Yeah, I loved pitch. that. I did love that. Um, and I think. To be honest, like I think the only thing with Clay is he's probably saying stuff like that to his agents, probably doing that. But I'm pretty sure if, if they offer him the max deal, he's not he's not going anywhere, bro. Yeah, um, he's staying. Yeah, I hope so. I like that. I like that team. And even though um, you know I don't root for him uh, in a traditional sense, I'm you know my Bulls, but I do I do enjoy their success uh, and I think it is just the way they play it's not typical NBA ball they share the ball 
Um, and it's like going, going, yeah, going back to the, the, those Showtime Lakers and, you know, the bird, the bird, uh, Celtics and, and all that, where, where the ball's moving, everyone's getting touches, everyone's enjoying themselves. And it's, it's just as great to watch as it probably is, uh, to play, you know? Oh, for sure, man. You, you hit the nail on the head. That's it's just, it just looks fun. They, they vibe off each other. And, uh, I mean, some of the stuff they're able to do and like, you know, they, they, he, they, he single-handedly revolutionized like the way it was all about dunking and layups and, and everything. When you were a kid, that was what it was always. And now it's like, you know, shooting from like the fucking logo and yeah. everything else. And you got these other cats coming through, like Trey Young is already probably like the first, first like school of curry young kid to come through. But you'll see if like over the next couple of years, you'll just see more and more of these guys that are just routinely making it, you know, high efficiency shooting from obscene places and the game's going to keep evolving. Yeah, that's, uh, it's just going to be so many wet balls, bro, which is, uh, what they actually used to call, uh, this lady that used to walk by our school cause she had a, she had extra salivary glands, but we won't, we won't go into that. Um, so <laughs> what's your prediction? Golden State in what? Well, we're, we're definitely not allowed to be Portland. Like, we just can't. Like, no, that's, that's no. We've, we've disrespected them enough. Let's disrespect them one more time. Hopefully not two more times. Pick... No, yeah. I don't think... Uh, look, I if, if anyone did it, I'd be I'd be happy to see Dame and CJ make uh, the finals. But I'm pretty sure the Warriors are getting this one done. And I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to say five or six. I'm... My gut's saying five. I'm just like Warriors in five. I think the Blazers still won at home. You reckon the gentleman uh, sweep? A gentleman sweep. You get one. Uh, I think they win one in Portland, or or it's going six if they win game two. And I do. I wouldn't put it past them to win game two. Um, but if KD comes back for like game three or four, and if Bookie comes back, um, it could disrupt them. Who knows? But I'm, look, I'll say five. Five. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna take uh, Golden State in four. I'm. I'm going full sweep in the in the Western Conference Finals. Wow. Yeah. Fucking hell. So I'm going full disrespect on Portland. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> just the way that these guys are like starting to get it get it together after a couple of uh, shaky games against Houston. Um, nah. Nah. They're. They're coming. They're coming uh, hot at the right time, and like no Bruno, because um, you know you don't really want him to come hot. But it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. Here, the welcome to the potty podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to go sweep, full sweep. Nothing gentlemanly about it. Four against Portland. Wow, man, that is probably the most disrespectful thing you've done to any. I don't know. I guess you've you've done way more disrespectful things, but that's um. I once called a mother a motherfucker like... to her face, bro. <laughs> Wait, you called a mother a motherfucker? Yeah. So I was at the football one night, and I was I was just I was just enjoying myself with the boys, trying to like you know yell at yell at the footy players and stuff. You know what footy fans do? I was trying to be a footy fan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I'm I'm cursing up a Let's storm, and acceptable, but yeah. some lady turns around and she goes, "Excuse me, I am a mother." I don't know what fucking relevance that had, but anyway, I just said, "Yeah, motherfucker," and um, 
<laughs> like, yeah, I had had a few beers at that time, but I thought it was justified, and I, you know, no regrets. No, no. Oh, I mean, when you when you said that story, like a mental picture in my mind painted, and I was there. I saw it. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I can see you doing that. It's typical boss man disruptive behavior. That cackly laugh that you like look at other people and then just (laughs) laugh straight away. I can see that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, guys, are you with me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. That one. Yeah. And I was wearing a lime green sweater too. So I was standing out. I looked like an umpire. Um, next uh, series with Eastern Conference. Yes, we got Milwaukee versus Toronto starting tomorrow. Starting today for all the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm definitely look, Milwaukee are fucking good. Um, Kawhi is amazing. If Kawhi and the Raptors can get some sort of defensive stop on. The Bucks. I mean, the Bucks just they get it to Giannis in transition, and he attacks. And then when he gets kind of caught, he's got an easy pass out because um, people flood the lane when he gets down there. And he um he definitely gets you know the shooters that he's been hitting out like Miritich and Brook Lopez and Middleton and, and Bledsoe and stuff. These guys are hitting shots, even like Connaughton and George Hill. Played um, against Connaughton. Did you really? Yeah, Notre Dame. Yeah, he lit us up. You know what? I don't. I well, he got drafted. He's like he's one of those double pros, man. He got drafted for MLB as well. Yeah. So that's respect. Yeah, much love. Shout out to uh, Bo Jackson, MLB and NFL. Yeah, yeah. Kyler Murray, um, same thing. Yeah, he was. He wasn't he like he was like a first rounder in both. Yeah, he's the first first rounder in both. Yeah. Yeah, unreal. Um, I mean, he can he can play a few years in the NFL and then kick back and sign like a, a, a fat long contract in the MLB and rest his his head, man. Yeah, and his gut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, look, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Toronto. I think this one's a a, bulldo- a like a a bulldog series as well. I mean, if we can get Cole Lowry to to look um, maybe like Seth Curry, then it can be okay. Um, Siakam's dope. Gasol, Ibaka. I really hope Toronto win. I think this is going seven. I think Toronto in seven. Yeah, well, I hate to agree with you as always, but I'm going to have to go Toronto in seven. <laughs> I think we've got some dinosaurs and some bucks that have thrust themselves right into the middle of a cock fight, bro. And that's no Bruno. Um, but yeah. How many times have you got to say that? From the words that you choose to, to say. Like, <laughs> you just you're gotta, too biased for development. Yeah, it's like I'm a, an absolute homeowner, bro. <laughs> 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 uh, um, yeah, Kawhi and the dinosaurs in, in seven, I think. basically are parrots of each other because whatever you say I say whatever I say you say so you know that that meme of the two Spider-Mans pointing at each other we're that yeah I've seen that and it's funny every single time but 
Yes. What an absolute sticky mess they'd, they'd find themselves in. No, Bruno, boys! He's done it again! <laughs> oh, fucking hell. It's funny because there's, there's, um, there's less teams every critical episode, but the, the episodes don't get shorter. No, this one's probably been the longest one. Yeah. So, I mean, you could probably... You could, you could cut out all the, like, no Brunos and, and me laughing hella loud. And Absolutely not. Like Moneymaker Mitch, leave it all in. <laughs> this is Triple R. This is Rough, Rugged and Raw here at the Welcome to the Pod podcast. And that's no Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> no KY Jelly on that one. No. Um... All right. Well, that's that's our uh, our recap and our predictions for the uh, the conference finals. conference finals. So make sure you put your bets on because Golden State and Toronto are going to win these two series, according to Steve and I. And we're always right, except for when we're wrong. Um, yeah. This is Welcome to the Potty. You can find us everywhere at Welcome to the Potty on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Welcome to the Potty at gmail.com to send in your. Poor posture of the week and listen to this fuck shit. Any questions or uh, you need some advice, you need some love making advice or something like that, whether you're a guy or a girl, I can give it to you. No, Bruno. Now, um, <laughs> this is Welcome to the Potty, and as always, bung bung. Baby, welcome to